0: Also, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37 4 Dear Lord, we understand that You aren't a genie who gives us whatever our whims desire. Rather, You are a holy and perfect God, continually molding and shaping our desires to look more like Yours. We pray today that You would conform our hearts and minds to Yours, so that we would seek after the things that please You. Lord, Your goodness, kindness, and power are worth delighting over, so today, We pause to worship you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Welcome to Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Today's news at a glance, Microsoft is resurrecting your old pal Clippy for its new AI tool, Copilot. Bison are being used to resurrect entire ecosystems, and we revisit our favorite good news story of the week. It's Good News Weekend, a time to pause from the calamity and chaos and focus on more interesting lighthearted topics. False optimism and ignoring problems are never good habits to foster. However, taking a break to look at the fun, the noteworthy, and the interesting is good for your mental health. This weekend, we encourage you to enjoy the little things, have fun with loved ones, and relax if you're able. We're glad you're here. We pray today's take on the news leaves you informed and transformed. If you've enjoyed today's episode, consider sharing it with a friend so that they would have the hope of the gospel and be informed on today's current events.
3: Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. In
0: an era of rapid technological innovation where artificial intelligence is as common as pumpkin spice lattes in autumn, Microsoft launches Copilot, a generative AI work assistant and grandchild of the beloved assistant Clippy. Tomorrow, the corporate world braces itself for an assistant who doesn't need coffee breaks or vacation days. But before we clink our mugs to the future, let's dive into what this digital aid is really about. Imagine a colleague who can churn through lengthy emails, whip up a PowerPoint from a doc, or play scribe at meetings that you are dropping the ball in. Enter Microsoft 365 Copilot, the newest member of the Microsoft suite, ready to don the cape of Assistant Supreme. Could this be the harbinger of a quieter office devoid of the clatter of keyboards and rustling of interns? Oof, perhaps. Copilot isn't just some glorified calculator with a word processor. It's like if Clippy, the infamous paperclip with the iconic raised eyebrow, got a business degree, went to the gym, and learned how to be genuinely helpful. Microsoft promises that Copilot will revolutionize how we interact with the deluge of data and communication in our digital workplace. As outlandish as it might sound, Copilot can, indeed, sit in on meetings for you. Like a diligent note-taker, it will summarize topics, jot down all the attendees, and even flag action items. No word yet on whether it can fetch your dry cleaning or laugh at your boss's jokes, though. The real magic lies in integrating ChatGPT's generative AI into Office products, a major play in Microsoft's billion-dollar alliance with OpenAI. For the bewildered by the new tech, fear not. Microsoft 365 Chat, a chatbot laden with ChatGPT smarts, stands ready to scour your suite of Microsoft apps for any scrap of information it can summarize for you. There's no such thing as a free lunch, however, and certainly this AI assistant isn't free. The price tag is $30 a month per user, and that might make some small businesses wince, but for enterprise juggernauts, it's a drop in the corporate bucket. Let's take a nostalgic stroll down memory lane to a time when a certain googly-eyed paperclip stole our hearts. Clippy, the much-adored and equally maligned office assistant, was retired in 2007, yet it- Yet its memory lingers like the comforting hum of a dial-up modem. With Copilot, Microsoft seems to be nudging us, saying, Remember Clippy? Well, he's got a grandchild, and he's much, much, much smarter. The buzz around Copilot hints at a seismic shift in workplace dynamics. Some predict that this could be Microsoft's iPhone moment, propelling the company into an even more stratospheric valuation. Analysts are scribbling figures on napkins that predict billions in revenue. While white-collar workers might be musing, will proficient in copilot be my new LinkedIn endorsement? Despite the fanfare, copilot, like any technology, is fallible. The first year of ChatGPT has taught us that AI, for all of its cleverness, can still fumble. Tech gurus suggest a cautious approach. Double-check the AI's homework before you turn it in. From a Christian perspective, the dawn of AI assistance like Copilot can be met with both awe and introspection. Proverbs 8:12 says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The pursuit of wisdom and prudence is intrinsic to Christian life, and Copilot can be seen as a tool towards that end, aiding in managing the deluge of information and decisions we face daily. However, it's worth pondering where we place our trust. Psalm 20, verse 7 reminds us, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. As we integrate AI into our lives, we should remember to not rely solely on technology no matter how advanced, but continue to seek guidance and wisdom from God in our personal and professional endeavors. Moreover, as believers in the workplace, we're called to be stewards of our resources wisely, time included. If Copilot can free us from the minutia, perhaps we can allocate more time to meaningful work, service, and living out our faith. Let's pray. Dear Lord, as we stand at the precipice of a new era with tools like Microsoft Copilot, we ask for your wisdom to navigate these advancements. Grant us discernment to use technology for good, to enhance our work and to serve others more effectively. Help us to remember that our trust should not ultimately be in the tools we create, but in your guidance. May we use Copilot as a means to free our time for work that really matters and glorify you in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The American Bison, majestic creatures whose history is deeply intertwined with the vast prairies of North America. Their near extinction and now promising return to these lands is a poignant reminder of the fragility and resilience of God's creation, and the stewardship role humanity is called to embrace. This story, emerging from the windswept expanses of Montana, resonates deeply with the Christian calling to care for the earth. The American bison's tale is one of endurance and revival. Once roaming the continent in staggering numbers, these creatures were nearly eradicated by European settlers long ago. Their absence from the prairies has been more than a loss of a species, it has been a disintegration of an ecosystem. Yet today we stand on the brink of a new chapter, as bison return, bringing with them the hope of ecological restoration. The indigenous people of Blackfeet, Nakoda, and Gross Venture, straddling the border of the United States and Canada, along with the lineage of hardy settlers, have shaped the shortgrass prairie, an ecosystem spanning 71 million hecta-acres. However, over the last 150 years, cattle, introduced by European settlers along with non-native vegetation like crested wheatgrass, have dominated the landscape. The transformation has not been without consequence. The prairie, now in ecological decline, bears the scars of these bad decisions. But the presence of bison on this land and their reintroduction into the ecosystem is more than symbolic. There's been a transformation that's occurred since they've reintroduced bison into this prairie. Hila Shaman, a research ecologist with the Smithsonian and organizations like American Prairie, are discovering the profound impact these native grazers have on the prairie's ecosystem. From bolstering biodiversity to aiding in water retention, bison are ecosystem engineers, revitalizing the land in ways that cattle cannot replicate. Bison co-adapt with the shortgrass prairie Developing mutualistic relationships with the land, they foster a diversity of vegetation, aid in water conservation through the creation of wallows, and their migratory patterns prevent the overgrazing that plagues areas dominated by cattle. Furthermore, the recovery of bison is not merely an ecological concern, it's a spiritual and cultural renaissance for the tribal nations leading their resurgence. As believers, we see God's handiwork in the intricate balance of these ecosystems. The bison, through their natural behaviors, facilitate the flourishing, Of other species, from grassland birds to prairie dogs and larger fauna which follow the trails blazed by these great beasts. The rewilding efforts, particularly by American prairie, paint a vivid picture of ecological redemption. Bison have transformed once-degraded creeks, supporting the return of vegetation and wildlife, creating habitats for birds and even laying the groundwork for nature's engineers, the beavers, to further the healing of the land. The contrast between the grazing habits of bison and cattle is actually striking. Cattle often overgraze and destabilize creek beds, reducing the biodiversity and resilience of these ecosystems. Bison, however, adapted for the harsh prairie climate, graze in a way that supports the health of the land, allowing for the revival of vital riparian zones. These areas, critical for the survival of a myriad of species, are lifelines in an environment that can be unforgiving. As the prairie responds to the return of their native grazers, Scientists and ecologists monitor the cascading effects of restoration. American Prairie, viewing bison as a natural restoration tool, has witnessed areas once devastated by cattle come back to life. Creeks are becoming more sinuous, and vegetation are diverse, a testimony to the inherent resilience God has instilled in His creation. Despite the promise these findings hold, the narrative is complex. Many ranchers who have sustained their livelihoods on these lands voice concerns, and highlight the need for a nuanced approach, and to grazing land management. The transition from cattle to bison is not an ecological shift, but a socioeconomic one as well. In our role as stewards over God's creation, it is essential to engage in dialogue, understanding the perspectives and needs of all of God's children who rely on the land, while also caring for a myriad of species that call prairies their home. As the psalmist writes, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, and the world and all who live in it. Psalm 24. We are reminded that stewardship is not domination, it's dominion. It is caretaking and cohabitation and wise management with divine trust. The re-emergence of the bison on the prairies is a testament to the healing power of creation when allowed to function as designed. As believers, we recognize that each species has a role ordained by God to sustain and nurture the environment. The Bison's Return is not just an ecological success story, it is a narrative steeped in divine providence, pointing us towards a deeper understanding, of the place that we call home, and this intricate web of life that God has spun across the plains. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we love you and we praise you for your divine and wonderful creation. You have interwoven with your handiwork an ecosystem that is meant to thrive. May we as your stewards take note of that and be co-laborers with you in making sure that the world flourishes. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. At a time when the educational
0: landscape is transforming at an unprecedented rate, one particular form of education is skyrocketing beyond all expectations. Homeschooling. Long stigmatized as the educational choice of eccentrics or rebels against the system, homeschooling is now not only going mainstream, but it is leading the pack. And it's not just a trend in specific pockets of the country, it's a nationwide phenomenon. The pandemic provided the initial jolt to the system, but as a recent analysis by the Washington Post confirms, the shift is far from ephemeral. The explosion in homeschooling has been sustained even as schools have reopened and pandemic restrictions have been lifted. This isn't just a statistical blip, it's a seismic shift in how we think about education. In a detailed district by district analysis, the Washington Post shows that homeschooling, once a fringe activity, has now become America's fastest growing form of education. Astonishingly, in the 390 districts analyzed, there was at least one homeschooled child for every 10 children in public or private schools during the 2021 and 2022 academic year. This is a quadrupling of rates compared to the 2017 and 18 school year. The statistics are compelling. Over this past six years, the number of homeschooled students in states with comparable data has surged by 51 percent. In contrast, private schools grew only 7 percent, and public school enrollment actually fell by 4 percent. It appears the homeschooling wave has not been selective, It has surged regardless of the quality of the public schools in the district, party lines, geography, and other demographic factors like socioeconomic status. Homeschooling is far from the solo endeavor it once was. The image of a mom sitting at the kitchen table for six hours with her kids is not what homeschooling is currently. The robust infrastructure supporting homeschooled children has grown exponentially. For example, in Hillsborough County, Florida, which boasts the largest number of homeschooled students in the POST database a community of 10,680 homeschool children enjoy a complete academic and extracurricular ecosystem that rivals that of public or private schools. From organized sports teams to theater productions and even proms, the homeschooling community in Hillsborough has it all. A Christian homeschooling co-op that once catered to 40 children in 2011 has swelled up to nearly 600 students. In the words of Corey McCoon, who has been homeschooling for 14 years and now directs the co-op, Homeschoolers in Hillsborough County do not lack for anything. We have come such a long way. This boom begs the question, with the growing infrastructure surrounding homeschoolers, what separates them from private schools? The key is in parent involvement. Many of these co-ops have parents intimately involved in their child's education, as well as the education of other students. This creates a village-like atmosphere where parents support each other instead of the responsibility of schooling being solely put on the teachers and administrators. Teachers are still hired to educate children, but the parents have a vested interest in the health and vitality of the classroom. While homeschooling has been celebrated by many for years, it's not without its critics. Some worry that the lax regulation could have long-term consequences on the quality of education children receive. Without standardized testing and district oversight, some fear that the standards of education in homeschooled schools will be far lower. So far, test results in college admissions, though, for homeschoolers, show that that fear is unfounded. There's also a growing concern that this structure gives upper-class families a greater edge. The more resources parents have to hire private tutors, the better the children will do in that kind of system. Despite these concerns, state-level policies are becoming increasingly favorable to homeschooling. For instance, in Florida, families can now receive up to $8,000 per child in annual taxpayer funding for homeschooling. Tax dollars already go into each child through the public school system. But this type of programming puts the resources directly into the pockets of parents, giving them the ability to help their children with their specific needs. Homeschooling's impact extends beyond individual communities and states. The number of homeschooled kids nationwide is now estimated to be between 1.9 million and 2.7 million, surpassing the number of students in Catholic schools and catching up to charter school enrollment. Notably, this marks a stunning transformation for a form of education that was largely illegal just 40 years ago. The demographic of families opting for homeschooling is starting to diversify. Families of different religions, political, and socioeconomic statuses are opting for homeschooling. Families have cited many reasons, ranging from a lack of resources for special needs students to an overpopulation of classrooms. Parents on the right and left sides of the political aisle have also cited irritation with the growing politicization of public schools. So what does this mean for the future of American education and the hundreds of thousands of children now learning in unconventional settings? We might be tempted to view this as a momentary cultural fad, but the evidence suggests it is anything but. This is a meaningful, sustainable shift, one that signifies a rethinking of family life, the role of schools, and what education can mean in the 21st century. From Harlem to Kentucky, from small towns to bustling metropolises, homeschooling is rewriting the narrative and its chapters are still unfolding. Only time will tell where this educational revolution will take us. But one thing's for sure, it's an exciting time to be a student in America, as things can become more personalized and poignant towards interests, ambitions, and dreams. There is one thing, though, that remains steady and uncertain. Whether their children are in public school or homeschooled, parents are stewards of their children and responsible for their spiritual, emotional, and mental upbringing. You To quote Deuteronomy 6, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be on the front lines between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and at your gates. We commend any parent working tirelessly to raise their children up and the love and the admonition of the Lord. Each parent will have their own way of going about it. Some will opt for public school, some private, some charter, some homeschool. Parenting isn't easy, but it's profoundly meaningful, rippling into future generations. Whatever parents decide regarding education, may the Lord give them strength and refreshment. Lord, we pray for every single parent out there, making profound decisions on how to educate and love and nurture their children. Would you give them wisdom, Lord? Would you give them wisdom that's applied to their specific situation, where they live, and what their life is like in the moment, and what they want their lives to be like in the future? May we never cast judgment on one educational system over another, but rather, as a community, hold each other up as we raise these kids to be effective for your kingdom in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today on Pray News. It is our aim to be informed and transformed. We pray today you would proceed with hope, love, and determination to be a force for good. If you've enjoyed this take on the news, consider writing a review and share your experience. You can sign up for our newsletter, PrayNews.com. There you will find sources to all of our reporting. And be sure to download the Pray.com app to make prayer a priority in your life and experience the Bible in new and exciting ways. God bless.
2: Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Did you catch Season 3 of This is Digital? Season 3 of This is Digital goes behind the scenes to reveal how digital trends show up in everyday decisions and actions, including digital lessons from the EV revolution and the chief digital officer's role in disruption and culture, featuring guests like Ecta Chopra of Elf Beauty and Tyson Jomany of J.D. Power. Do you have a digital mindset? Find out by checking out the latest and greatest on Season 3 of This is Digital and learn more at westmonroe.com.